opinión. Our backhoe is in need of replacement, and I think a good used backhoe has been found. But before we can spend that kind of money, we have to advertise and see if there's any. The real story is corruption on all levels. Small claims corruption, like stealing $69 worth of mulch, only to pay for it five months later when pressed. And of course, high stakes corruption, like engaging in harassment and intimidation to serve the will of a corporate giant who isn't interested in doing the dirty work itself. I actually missed it. I made the rookie mistake of thinking I had the story and turned my recorder off. It was only a couple of hours later that I realized I'd missed the most significant thing said that evening. Because of how it was said, because of when it was said, and because it finally offered a window onto something true, after an hour and a half of thinly veiled falsehoods. You might have heard what I saw, heard it in his voice, a plaintive pinch, a degree or two of reach in his register which betrayed him. Not that it would have brought the whole house of cards crashing down, not that it would have made one whit of difference. And as I said, it didn't even crystallize for me until several hours later. And you can't blame me, because really, it was all over a matter of the theft of $69 worth of mulch, proof of which the intrepid questioner seemed to be in possession of, and was none too slow in pinning his complaint squarely in the lap of the thief, who was none other than the chairman of the Conestoga Township Board of Supervisors. So convinced was he that he called for the chairman's resignation from the board right then and there. The chairman himself was slightly thrown, then appeared to recover, dismissing the matter with a wave of the hand. But when pressed, he sat forward in his chair, swung his beady eyes this way and that, his voice rising in self-protection. His answers weren't terribly convincing, not a departure from the previous half hour in which the board had heard queries from the public about a recent ordinance, a condemnation of an old tobacco barn sitting squarely on private property. The barn, and the land, belongs to the family that has given over its property to The Stand, the grassroots resistance to the Atlantic Sunrise Pipeline project that I keep going on and on and on about. Both Justin and Susan Capiello, owners of that barn and that land, were in attendance with several other members of Lancaster Against Pipelines, who have pledged to camp out at The Stand, a bit of sloping farmland astride the Conestoga River, of Conestoga Boulevard, a Conestoga Township in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, United States of America. You're about to hear portions of the Q&A session that made up much of the business of the general public, which followed the regular business the board attended to on the evening of March 7th, 2017, an unseasonably balmy, rainy evening at the Conestoga Township office on Main Street. The windows were open, there was a bit of a breeze, the room was full, and the three board members, all men, sat at a folding table along with one woman, a part-time employee of the township. And after attending to the regular monthly Board of Supervisors business, which included advertising for purchasing a new backhoe and the monthly police report, in which the most egregious item was some miscreant calling up older people and perpetrating a scam to do with gift cards. After all that was said and done, we moved on to the business of the general public, and the majority of the people that had come to the Conestoga Township Board of Supervisors monthly meeting in March finally had a chance to have their say. 
Yes. Justin Capriello, I'd like to speak to you about this uh, backbone bond at uh, 325 Cottage Struggle Boulevard. Uh, as of the 6th of this month, I uh, found some condemnation notes posted onto the bond, and I had no idea of what was happening. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it was inappropriate to just condemn a, a property without being prior, having prior notification that I was in violation of some particular code, which is noted here, 403, 403.84 of the UCC. Okay, and this is with Kevin Herzog, the uh, code official. And I feel that it was inappropriate the way it was handled. And I'd like to make it known that this, is, this kind of practice should stop. I expect better behavior from the township. Also, while I'm on the subject, this is not the first occurrence that I feel that I've been obstructed on my property. When we put up a stand, we were already uh, harassed by the uh, zoning officer. Do you have permits? As if I was going to place a condominium on a bunch of four by fours, okay? And that passed. That was fine. Then there was another letter from the zoning board about uh, having uh, tents on my property and how many cars and how many people. And then finally, what broke the camel's back was what occurred on Saturday is that the, the bond is condemned. How come? On what basis? This is what I'm objecting to. You can't run a, 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 a township this way. Okay, well, there, you have usual customary there, procedures. There are issues, and, and we do. It's all spelled out in our in our zoning book. Well, this, but did he well, made a mistake or something well, happened. The township supervisors do not tell the zoning officials what to do. It's just like police officers. We don't tell the police officers who to arrest or what to do, and we don't tell the zoning officer, you know, who to go find for violations or who to write up. I'm curious. Did you? Well, I found out about it today. I received information on the 17th of uh, February. I did not. Okay. I received three registered letters today, today regarding the condemnation, but no word before that. And that's okay. not the way to conduct that's, that's business. That's absolutely not the way we can we can inquire as to. I would like for you to inquire as to why you can inquire as well. That from happening, but we will try to find out why why a previous notice of violation was not received. Thank you. <coughs> but just to be clear, they they see you as their boss. That you guys have influence over their yeah, we not know. not over their decisions, no, but no, you have you. They call but you nobody know. right now is really overseeing them other than the zoning hearing board. That, so they can just arbitrarily post these items and say you're in violation of uh, the properties being used as a use not specified. Well, I mean that's that's not a specific thing. So they get to do this, and then <coughs> we just have to go and pay five hundred dollars to appear before the zoning hearing board. And I mean, I, I just don't see how that's a fair way of handling things. They said that nobody can gather in a barn, even if it's a family reunion, if there's too high of a uh, people that are not related by blood. And I we tried to find out what the percentage of that is. And he said, well, we can't we can't decide that. I mean, I was not the only one in on that meeting, and this is this is what they're saying. So they're overstepping well, their authority. Well, you, you yes. have me at a disadvantage because I wasn't there at that meeting. I don't know what he said. And, and maybe you need to be there at the next meeting before, before, we, before we go and spend $500 meeting uh, the zoning hearing board because they're just 
put these charges on. First, they say a, first they say a structure is is built illegally. They were wrong on all that. I proved that wrong. Then they say that we're camping, and that's a use not specified. And now they're saying we're using a barn for uh, a non-agricultural use when we're there specifically to protect uh, a farm property. Every resident is subject to the same ordinances and laws. But they're you not enforced. <laughs> well, every resident. How many Amish families around here are being approached well, by the zoning really officers saying can't run around there and tell him to go driving but around who, looking for this stuff? But who is going to oversee People do that. plant seeds, but who is reining in the zoning people? I mean, I have my kid pitching a tent and camping in our yard. Nobody shows up to tell me I can't do that and questions where my permit is. Like, who is going to stick up for what John is talking That's about right. if it's well, not you, you know because what? we I have would, no I, power I would them. start with the zoning hearing board. I would pay. But again, I would have to pay. pay. Uh, this is a harassment. I'll guys pay. profit organization that they will continue to come at us with this until they see us off that property, which will never, will, will not happen. Well, I think there's somebody behind How many people died? The motivation. What else? Some big giant conspiracy, but there's no. I'd like to say that Williams would have a big you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I resent that. I, I'm not involved with Williams. I don't care. 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 I and he couldn't pull that that ordinance, specific ordinance out, and show these guys well, anybody can what they were in violation, violation of. of that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robert, you know that. Yeah, I mean, you guys were you were talking days, about the so. promised land camp the other week and wanted that investigated about. Yeah. Uh, I think the phrase was it was going to be turned into a man camp. And uh, that's why I mean, that's why we had, uh, you know, they came down and met with them and more money. Well, no, under their agreements, they're not allowed. The only people that are allowed to stay at the promised land camp are church related. It sounds, yeah. sounds like it's very broadly, uh, broadly stated agricultural use. We are using it for agricultural purposes. We're trying to save a farm. So I think yeah. we're done. Yeah. We have non-agricultural yeah, uses exactly. for barns all the time. Wedding receptions. The Amish use them for church. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. On and on and on and on and on. So right. I would seriously be concerned if we're singling out one group for using a barn that's not agricultural. Uh, when one, so many other groups again, get used. Once again, I can't speak on behalf of the zoning officers, but I don't think they were singling you out. Anybody had a barn condemned? I think the engineer was out to look at the old ice house up there on Main Street. misused by the public on a private property. How many? Is it safe to say there's none? We could I, I couldn't answer that right question. I really couldn't answer it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's very relevant. Uh, if, the, if the zoning officer sees something, he investigates it. I mean, or if he gets a complaint, he, he goes it? and investigates it's it. Not that's it from the road. You know, that's what he's paid to do. Who's but has he ever done this to anyone else I don't, using the same reason? I don't think there's ever been the same reason before. Yeah, you're sitting here asking us questions. We can't speak for the zoning hearing board. We have no you influence over it. No, we cannot. No, we cannot. That's like jury. That's like jury. Had you guys discussed the zoning on your own before this happened? Pardon me? Had you discussed the zoning issue before this violation was issued? Between yourselves? No. No. No, no. We, we can't go in. Absolutely. No, I can't I, influence. I, I know Bobby influence. hasn't. Have you too? No. That's why. Hey. She's trying to say something. Yeah. When we had a zoning officer here, yes, okay, yes. Jim Hines, mm -hmm. okay, he was present at these supervisors' yeah. meetings to give us right. an update of what was going on. Yeah. I want to know why this zoning officer isn't here attending our meetings here now. But you get nowhere. I think more to the point here is that it's obvious to everyone in this room, whether you want to accept it or admit to it or not, that we were singled out because of what we're doing. I think what the issue is here is what are we as a community, how are we going to react to that, what are we going to do, and, and why should we put up with that kind of treatment to our own community from our elected leaders? Yep. You know, uh, That's the issue here tonight. Yep. And again, and again, then I would because fully expect that your zoning officer had condemnation notices up in the Amish barn next week when they try to have their church service there. I suggest if you want to see that done, you call him. You don't want to see it done. Well, well, call him, call him and, and he'll go and report it. Why do you expect us to answer questions for... I think I might have a comment that might have some relevance name? to this. My name is Phil Stover, and I'm actually from West Cornwall Township. And uh, we're having a similar problem with the Sunoco pipeline up there. And what happened with Sunoco, it was, it was the, kind of an opposite situation, where they built a pumping station, and they built a structure around it, without applying for any zoning permits. If I tried to do that in my township, I'm assuming if I had tried to do it in this township, I'd be brought up on something. Sure. And I think what the problem is, and if I can speak for some of the people in the room, because I'm emotionally and philosophically on the same page, is that we want our township supervisors to to stick up for us. And they overruled our complaint. It went to another judge who well, then overruled that, and now we're getting another shot at it. So well, we said where we can, to be honest, we cannot mess. No, but I think, I think what the point is, is then when they want to bring these kinds of structures and this kind of infrastructure into a community, we want you guys to stand up right out of the uh, gate. I think we just passed yeah, an ordinance. That's, that's I tried I'm just, just going to say that. And, and what we have to do, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget. We have to do what we're legally allowed to do. This ordinance, if you remember, John, a uh, few months back, when we made the motion, you guys clapped. Mm -hmm. And you said, thank you. Sure. And, and, and here it is, and it's done. Please, please don't... Uh, please. Finally. 
Robin? Robin? Robin, we did that as fast as we could do it. You got what you don't understand, ladies and gentlemen, is the three of us are also bound to doing things exactly legal. And and right now, this is out of our realm. Right now, the zoning hearing board has the authority. We do not. And we cannot control them. However, however, what I wanted to say when you were talking to these folks is, yes, ladies and gentlemen, there's something. There's something to what you have, what, what you're saying. There's something to it. There's something to it. That doesn't mean we have the answer. And to, to answer you, um, we do try to stick up for our residents. That's what, that's yep. what we've been doing. And I've been like preaching it. for the last eight months that we will be supervisors for everybody in this township. Ladies and gentlemen, please don't scream at us. Let us figure this out. And I'm sorry, see a hand back there in the back? Yeah. Stand up. Kay Denlinger, uh, 3477 Main Street, Conestoga. Uh, today, Lancaster Online published a story, and I'd like to read part of it to you. Um, I believe Lynn Warren was the officer. Joellen. Joellen, okay. Uh, let me see here. I want to make sure. She said she went to the Conestoga supervisor's office on Monday morning and Supervisor John Barry was present. When informed that there was a zoning violation on the farm, Warren said Barry told her, go ahead and enforce it. And that has a lot of people angry. Well, no, I said enforce all of them. Not just that one, any of them. You know? What other ones were there? What's that? Well, the other ones were there. Actually, he was down at the Thomas camp over something. Okay, could you read that again, please? Yes. What, what exactly did you yes. say? Now, no, I'm not... Do you, expect a, do you expect someone sitting at this table to tell a uh, zoning officer not to enforce something? No, I'm just... Yeah. I'm so just asking, asking because this was on <laughs> in the paper, well, and, and when true. I read it, I was upset. Why did the zoning officer come to the supervisor? If they're not involved. What's the quote, Gay? Uh, Warren said Barry told her, go ahead and enforce the ordinance. Okay. Not ordinances, so but ordinances. Well, I, I tell them, and, and, I'll, and I'll stand behind that, enforce the ordinances. Why did they come to you? Why did they come to you? Why did the zoning officer come to you okay. if you had nothing to do with it? up his, his papers and stuff. If I'm in the office, he'll ask me a question or if anybody's in here. And you gave, I mean, him, you gave him an attaboy, right? You gave him an attaboy, a little nudge on the shoulder, go and enforce that. No, I told him to do his job. I can Whatever tell you, sir, you're probably going to get a lot of complaints about hoedowns and weddings in barns, and I really hope you tell the guy to enforce those ordinances and get out there. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry, you said you can't influence them, yet today you said go enforce the ordinance. I don't have have these ordinances unless we pull the book out and go through them. There's there's numerous people that have written up for zoning violations. For this violation. For this, the non-agricultural use of a barn. Probably not for that particular violation. Yeah, probably not. Does the zoning office
officer come and check with you every time he goes out for a violation? No, no. 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 Why did he do it this time? I think he was. He just happened to be in the office. <laughs> he comes here probably once a day or so. He picks up permits or applications for permits. Back here. Yes. My name's Harry Smith from Mount Joy. I just want to make a comment. I don't think this is so much a zoning violation as it is a First Amendment violation. There's language in our Constitution, I believe, in the, in the Declaration of Independence that, that not only gives us the right to challenge our government if it fails us, but it actually tells us that we're obligated as yes. citizens yes. to preserve our democracy in the face of corruption and wrongdoing uh, and inaction by the people that are elected to serve us. So I just want to make sure you're aware that it's not that we don't like you. You seem to react to me angrily sometimes. It's that we are doing what Americans are being asked to do by our Constitution. That's why we're I'm Dr. Nancy Jeffries, and I live in Conestoga, on Conestoga Boulevard, and um, even though Williams doesn't consider me an impacted landowner because none of my land is on the right of way, I'm going to be impacted on all four sides of my house, so I consider myself at ground zero for the construction of this Atlantic Sunrise Pipeline. What do you attribute, so you said you moved from Philadelphia and then you moved here, you've never seen corruption like this before. What do you attribute that to? I just think it's a small town. I just think it's, you know, uh, the, you know, the mulch incident. I mean, I just think stuff like that happens all the time. And, you know, if that was all that it was, I would say, you know what, I'm okay with that. But when they don't stand up for us as citizens and they obstruct us at every at every bend, this is ridiculous. The being having the barn condemned when every Amish family in Lancaster County has church services and weddings in their barns, non-agricultural uses, and and now the, our barn is condemned. And they know that, and they so they, they just know that lying there. What, they they know so much more. Oh, you know what? I'm very suspicious. It's it's a hundred feet from my door, and I don't know if it's going to be an access road. I don't know if it's going to be the man camp. I have demolition going to go 800 feet behind my house. 1.1 million gallons of water trucked every day past the front of my house and HDD, the horizontal directional drilling on the other side of my house, and I can't get any answers. Did you expect this tonight? Yes. You know, we've been fighting it for three years, so we'll we'll have a meeting with the zoning board, and you know, we'll just keep fighting this. Um, we're we're training hundreds of people in civil disobedience, nonviolent civil disobedience, for when uh, Williams, uh, you know, appears in the township. But we have no idea when that's going to happen. Williams is asking for a March 20th date. John Barry told someone, the, a township supervisor told someone the other day, oh, they're not going to start construction until the fall. What the fuck? Like, you know, what am I supposed to do for the next six, seven months? Sit in my house every day and, you know, listen for chainsaws or listen for big... That's what we do. That's what my husband and I do. We have seven cats and a glass house in the middle of 15 acres of, of woods. This last 
sort of thing that they did by stapling up all of those condemnation notices in the Capiello tobacco yeah. barn. Do they think that that's going to be like, well, these guys will run after that? Like, what is, what, what do you think is going on? I there? just think that they're trying. You know, we're trying to obstruct Williams, and I think that they're just trying to just sort of tit for tat. Yep, I think so. But so they have petty. a lot more money than we do. It's very petty. They have a lot more money than we do. But we have the power of the people and the power of the Pennsylvania Constitution and the United States Constitution. We have the right to clean air and clean water and. The 1.1 million gallons of water out of the Conestoga is going to be toxic, and then they're going to they're going to store it in open waste pits in Conestoga. Uh, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And these supervisors act like, you know, there's nothing they can do. They can't intervene for their constituents, and it's just very, very frustrating. I'll probably be escaping to the encampment from my house. From your, from your house with, yes. your, with your seven terrified cats. Yes, with my seven terrified... Oh, God. I mean, seriously, what do we do? We can't abandon the house because there could be damage they, from the demolition. Are they attack cats? Yes. <laughs> yeah, one of them is, actually. There you go. There we go. Might be a plan. I have an aneurysm in my head. I'm supposed to lead a low-stress life. Yeah. So, the, you know, the recommendations are, well, just lead a low-stress life. On Friday, March 10th, the two sides reached an agreement. That is, the zoning board and the members of Lancaster Against Pipelines. The main thing, it seemed, that the zoning board was most concerned about was, of course, that the barn was being used for, quote, non-agricultural purposes, unquote. It was decided that the group would no longer use the barn as a meeting place. In exchange, the condemnation of the barn was rescinded, and the encampment would be allowed to ensue as planned. You might argue that what we have here is an example of local democratic politics working for both parties involved. An agreement was reached. Both parties seem at least somewhat satisfied with the results. But what we have here, in fact, is another example of the intrepid perseverance of a resistance movement who has endured every single petty blow from the establishment. And they continue on. It seems that the establishment, that is, William's partners and its subsidiaries, whether they want to admit that they are subsidiaries or not, will employ all kinds of tactics above and below board in order to try and see this protest movement off. So far, it has not happened. So far, though, the resistance movement has met with obstructionism and petty corruption and intimidation and harassment at every turn, which makes their perseverance all the more admirable. My question is, at this stage, what are they going to throw at them next? And when, indeed, as Nancy Jeffries asks every minute of every day as she sits with her terrified seven cats, are they going to start clear-cutting trees? When is that man camp going to be fully active? When is the noise going to start in earnest? When does the real fight begin? Thanks again for listening to this episode of What We Will Abide. More to come.